This is One on One with Jasper Cole, Hollywood's bad guy, and so much more. Actor, talent manager, producer, and more. Now he's sitting down with today's top newsmakers from entertainment, politics, pop culture, and beyond. This is One on One with Jasper Cole. <laughs> All right. Howdy, howdy, howdy. And welcome to the season two premiere of one-on-one -on -one with Jasper Cole. This is your host, Mr. Jasper Cole, and we are coming to you live from Sunset Gower Studios. We're actually in a brand new studio from last season, but we're on the same studio lot. So I want to give a shout out, first of all, to Mr. Chuck Harold for bringing us to this new studio, and my producers, Mr. Dominic Friesen and J.W. Williams. Hey, how are you guys? Doing good. good. Doing good. Thanks. Great, great. We're excited to be back. God, so much has happened since... Uh, last season um, but first before we do that I want to welcome everyone our very special guest today is a uh, singer producer writer now he's an activist mr. Milan Christopher hey buddy hey what's going on how, how are, are you, you? welcome welcome so welcome to our, our first show of the season and um, since we've been I think I mentioned to you earlier since we've been gone the whole country's falling apart basically mm, exactly. <laughs> with the election I, we were kidding earlier and I said are you anti-Trump? And he's like, no, I voted for him. And I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, show's right. over. Good night. <laughs> but um, it's been such a political shit sh storm leading up to all during the election last year. So that was like, Dominic, we were all so all over the politics and talking about it. But um, it's interesting because now, what are we, eight months into it? Yeah, pretty which much. Which is like amazing when you think about all the shit he's done. I would have thought he would have been impeached by now. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think it's crazy that he even made it this far in, as the president of the United States. Um, just it's embarrassing. Out of all of the things and scandals and just it, everything that has came out, it's just like, it doesn't. Nothing seems. To it be. doesn't make sense. And he predicted it all. Remember, he said I could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and still get elected. And it's crazy. And what kills me is the supporters that still. I mean, the people, not just his. We you kind of expect his core base to support him, mm -hmm. but. The Republicans, the real Republican Party that are still like, uh, you know, Paul Ryan and people that are behind him now. I think I think they are doing their jobs. Right. You know, I don't necessarily I know that they're probably going home like this guy is. A, Can you imagine a, that they're a like complete dinner idiot. kitchen table conversation? Because it makes no sense. I think it's even disrespectful to them that, you know, some of these guys and I'm, I'm not a Republican, but. Some of these guys have been in politics and, you know, governing bodies of their communities, their states, Career their cities, you know, for for all their lives. And for someone who has absolutely no experience to get the biggest job on the planet up before them, I know that even though he claims to be a Republican, it's still kind of like a disrespectful thing right. for them. So I know that they're just basically doing what they're obligated to do to the country to for the country yeah yeah but i know that they but don't. you wonder at what point like when is enough enough right i think enough is enough now i'm i'm assuming um with all of the the open investigations that are coming about right um you know it's a certain due process that mm -hmm. they have to do but i do feel an impeachment coming very soon wow um i mean he, he See, i have i have this fear that uh he's going to skate by maybe people around him will go down mm -hmm. but this is just i mean i don't want that to happen right but um it, it concerns me a little that he's going to somehow skate by or whatever but my the thing i wanted to really focus on too is like i think as a democrat party we got to really be looking at who's going to be our next person right because you know 
the midterms are going to be here before you know it in November of 2018. And it's like, I don't see anyone that we have yet, you know, that's stepping forward. I, I love Cory Booker in New Jersey. I love Kamala Harris. I love, uh, I don't think we can look back. Right. Like, I don't want Hillary to talk to about, run again or well, something. no, no, she's got a, she's got, but even Elizabeth Warren, who I really like, or mm. Bernie Sanders, I, I think as a party, we got to, we got to sort of look for fresh, young. I, I wish, uh, you know, Joe Biden would have ran. I mean, I, I, I absolutely I, don't yeah. understand In why he didn't. In he probably would have been better. Um, I, I Hopefully he will run. Right. Uh, you know, so I, I, I'm still a little, again, um, I don't know who exactly would um, step up and step up even from the Republican Party right. to run against. Well, that's a good point, because, you know, they mentioned uh, recently that there's probably for the first time, I don't know, in history, but there's probably going to be people running against Trump mm -hmm. in his own party. You know, usually the incumbent is always the nominee. Right. So that's going to be very telling to see who who within the party is going to try to run against him. So he may not even end up getting the nomination. Right. And Which at this point. Great. If it came down to another Republican or him, I mean, you and I could run at this point. Absolutely. And I also know that a lot of his supporters that he had, uh, you know, going into the election, he doesn't he no longer has, He's especially the them. women. Um, so I, I don't foresee him actually winning another right. election. Um, but to say the least, I didn't see him winning this one. He didn't see. Him <laughs> so, winning, right. You know, it's it's. I don't know. I just think I sometimes I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. We are. We're in a parallel universe. Yeah, because it's no way that Donald Trump, the person from television, a person who said that he can elect any idiot and just run for president and, and be a Republican on Oprah. And then 20, 20 years later, he did it just that. Did it. That's what scares me about it's him. It's crazy. And it's also scary the way he's completely getting away with the press you know doing away with the press and this fucking and, ridiculous and making it like press conference for they're behind a wall it's and this, crazy. that country ass I've, sarah huckabee i never and then for for him to be able to just elect just about any well, like my anybody off the streets my cousin joe you're the secretary of state and you're like i'm like who are these it's like people? he's almost did he did it on purpose to make a mockery of the institution of the government and then he said wow this is a lot harder than i thought it was going to be right and for all those assholes who vote who voted for him thinking he was this great businessman you know he trump enterprise not with all those bankruptcies no and even besides his when he had the casinos the and casinos the money were, was not making any were his money, big thing but apparently trump enterprises was like 15 employees yeah you know, it's here's ridiculous. this trust-funded asshole who's never worked a day in his <laughs> life. Yeah. And the, and so I was watching Bill Maher. I don't know if you like Bill Maher, but I was watching his show, and he had this gay uh, columnist, uh, Dan Savage, mm -hmm. from Seattle on. And, you know, we keep being told that we need to, we've got to now get the Rust Belt. We've got to go after uh, uh, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Michigan, because those are the three states that, you know, Hillary ignored. And Dan Savage was like, Fuck the Rust Belt. Right. We're never going to get them anyway. Mm -hmm. And if we just mobilize the urban cities, we you know we have enough voters if we have the turnout. Well, the first turnout of all, we was had so a, low. But we had Hillary had the most votes. She had the popular, but I not mean, the electoral. I know. So that, but let's do away with that first. Yeah, that's that's kind of like you know she actually won. Yeah, I mean, but it, it, it is what it is. But it doesn't count. Yeah. And that's you you can get these people mobilized but if you don't get those particular states that he's saying do away right. with we need those particular states because in the main, in the the more urban or the bigger cities mm -hmm. and bigger states they did vote and they voted for Hillary and we still lost but you know the problem is in um 
a lot of uh, African-Americans, a lot of women, and, and a lot of uh, Latinos did not come out and vote this time around. So we got we to yeah. mobilize. And, and a lot of white women voted for Trump. against Hillary. Yeah, they voted for and Trump. And I think they were, they were kind of closeted. I think, I think the issue is, you know, um, I, I hate to say it, uh, you know, as far as we have a black racist oh. type of com- uh, culture, we also have a sexist culture. 100%. And when they saw a woman running for president even and they had absolutely no reason to hate her none you know what i mean she even like she she's the most qualified candidate qual- ever from since i mean regardless the degrees and the experience yeah. i mean it made absolutely no sense for a person with absolutely no experience to be able to win over a woman who has over 40 years worth of experience that just show, goes to show you that that's how much they hate women Oh, um, totally. You know what I mean? And that's what th- that was a clear message to me. It, it had nothing to do with, you know, her personally, because that 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 did not. Right. Uh, it, encompass it, any what, female would have been a threat. Any female that was going to run. And this was the most qualified female yeah. on the planet. Yeah. Um, could not win an election and right. be the president of the United States because we we're sexist. Right. And like I said, I think a lot of women didn't say that when they were being polled. They just didn't tell anyone until they went into the polls and, and voted. Yeah, and a lot of women are, a lot of women uh, have a, you know, a jealousy thing. They also have a, you know, looking at this from their male counterparts' mm-hmm. point of view. Cultural their for cultural, them. Their, the, the, the cultural atmosphere, yeah. the effects of their husbands. Right. Um, so it was a lot of different issues on why these, and some of them just didn't like Hillary for whatever reason right. it was. A woman who was cheated on, who went back with her husband right. and made it work. Like she's a very strong, powerful uh-huh. woman, and she's been doing this for since she was in college. And let's not forget, there's a whole Russian interference that we, you know, that did we, happen. We don't know we yet exactly like what. Yeah, and so hopefully that will be why he gets impeached. Yeah, you know, and I, even with the the head of the FBI come out and saying that it was there. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out like how, okay, uh, it's clear that this was done. Right. So now what do we do? But as you a know, country? it's going to take both the house and the Senate to impeach him. And this is back to my point about the reason Nixon was able to be impeached is because we Democrats control both house and Senate back in the day. And mm-hmm. so this is where those Republicans are going to have to really step up. And maybe at that point they'll vote to impeach him. Right. Hopefully. I mean, we can only hope, but yeah. yeah. So, as two um, openly gay entertainers in this business, myself and your yourself, and mm-hmm. you know, for me, I'm a, I'm a character actor, but I play these kind of really bad, tough, which is hilarious and illusion. Mm-hmm. But I play these kind of characters, whatever. I know for you in the last year or so, right, or mm-hmm. how, since you came hey, out, or is it Denny? about what? I don't know where you're going. With you coming out, uh huh. I, well, I've always been out. You've always been out. So I was just I was introduced as being openly gay on the on. Love well, talk about that because you were always out in your personal life, right? Right. And I've, I've always been out. I I probably lived the more uh, reclusive type of lifestyle, but I did go to like gay clubs mm-hmm. and you know had a lot of gay friends. Right. But my everyday life was not particularly like gay oriented right um would you would you have been called on the dl no i i, I don't on the dl to me means dl light <laughs> <laughs> no because you know i know that the true dl is like completely they wouldn't have even no been one, in a club yeah they might be on grinder but yeah or jack with no with somebody else's pictures right, or no right, pictures right. no um <laughs> i i would say that i just had a lot more friends that were heterosexual mm-hmm. in my life 
revolved more around things that were like heterosexual right. oriented. I gotcha. Yeah. Um. So like being in hip hop mm-hmm. and you know being an actor, there really is no like the gay acting place uh-uh. or the gay hip hop place. You know, you have to do stuff that's mainstream, and a lot of those things were what I was doing. But I I did find time like on certain weekends I would go out. Uh-huh. Um. You know, no problems. Right. Um. Well, in in terms of uh, hip hop, or I mean, like Frank Ocean is mm-hmm. is he the the only openly gay African American singer we can think of that's been open? I um, mean, I, I was I, trying to do a little research earlier. Well, I think I don't think that there is. I know there's about five, and I'll I'll, I'll get into that. Um, and for a minute, uh, I like I love Frank Ocean. I mm-hmm. love his music. Um, but I was a little bit concerned even with him coming out. Um, and how he it. it it came out um, a day before he he released an album. You kind of wonder if he was being yeah. forced out. And I don't even know. I haven't really seen any real advocacy no. on his behalf no. for the LGBT That's community. That's a good point. Um, or I've never literally heard him say that I am gay. Right. Um, but there is other rappers that for in the last six months that has came out, like I Love McConan. Okay. Um, uh, Tyler, the creator, who is Frank Ocean's... Um, like counterpart okay. used to be in a a group, um, he actually, um, he actually has made an album where he is hinting towards being gay, um, and then there's myself who is a rapper, mm-hmm. um, and you know we have Jesse Smollett who's also an actor and a singer. That's now. That's true. That's a good point. Um, yeah, on a, but a on lot a of top these, rated network show. Yeah, and but you know my problem with like the culture right mm-hmm. now there's all of these people are gay right i just don't see them doing any footwork in the community especially you know? when you now mention jesse yeah i'm, I'm see, at no, i couldn't even i didn't even think about him when i'm I was at gay to... prides i'm arguing with people i'm like marching around with this big ass flag <laughs> and then i'll go to some type of event and then they'll tell me oh we have a black gay artist we got jesse smollett and i'm like Okay, well... Is there only one allowed? Is it only one allowed? It's almost like going to the Oscars and they say, you know... Whoopi's already here. A black actor and, you know, I've done all of this stuff. I have this great things that I'm doing for the community. And they say, well, you know, sorry, we already have Whoopi Goldberg. Right, she's already here. I just... And it's... it's, And she's quasi a They're only letting one of us in. And I think because he is on... Uh, Empire, Empire, which is a huge um, network, run by an openly gay man, run by an openly gay man. I think they feel like that's enough, and it's not. They've and met I, the quota, and I think it's disrespectful. Yeah. So, well, it's interesting. Let's talk a little about the the uh, the culture of hip hop in general. Like, it, when you say you had been out in your personal life, were you even in your music career leading up to actually coming out or being introduced as out? Were you always out in your music career behind the scenes? Or? Even, well, no. So basically, even when I made music, um, some of my earlier songs, um, I'm talking about like women and right. doing things, girlfriends, and, girlfriends and, and stuff like that. I've never, and even to today, um, you can, I hint towards who it is, but mm-hmm. I never really say like, um, cause I want my music to be kind of gen- generic for everybody, for everyone to be able to accept it and right. listen to it and say, you know, this is great music. Um, so I, I've never really like, but everybody knows, right? you know what I mean? So it's one of those things it's, and I don't have to say any names. It's a lot of people in entertainment that are actors oh, and singers and some of your favorite and everybody that works with them, everybody in the everybody that knows them knows that they're gay. But yeah. the main the population 
don't get it. And, and if even you t- if they, even if they've heard it, they, they it, don't, they don't, ex- they don't so believe weird. it. They I don't. wish I could say a, it's a certain female who stars in all of these movies that has been caught kissing women. And, and literally I've seen this interview. Not a, also a singer rapper at one time. Okay. Let me fin. I'm not <laughs> Dana. And I, <laughs> and then I saw this interview where this person said, she played this particular role and it was the hardest thing for her to do. And I was just like playing a lesbian. What? I, oh. I listen, I'm not, that's you. Hey. Oh yeah. I don't mind. No. <laughs> well, if we're going to talk about, I could, well, I'll I talk just, about Queen just, Latifah for a uh, second yeah. <laughs> because I don't really know what her, she's kind of straddled. I don't know if she's really out. I don't think she's in. I, I, I mean, have no idea, but be, I don't, I think, and it has worked for her. Yeah. And I think for myself, um, because there is no blueprint. There no. is no, like, I'm not following in someone's footsteps. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these entertainers who are huge entertainers, they have, like, go-to people. Like, I think Beyonce kind of went in a T- Tina Turner right. and a Diana Ross type she of had a mold molding. Um, there is no blueprint for me. So right now I'm, like, basically carving You're my doing the own way yeah. into the pop culture. Um, and it's really hard because there are a lot of walls that say you cannot do mm-hmm. this um, and it's not accepted. Right. And, you know, and it's like I hear a lot of no's and I have to recreate my own yeses. Right. And, you know, and it's it's very frustrating, especially when I am doing those things mm-hmm. and I continue to do those things. And then they'll say, well, that's great. But we got Jussie Smollett here, yeah. you know, yeah, <laughs> and it's right. like we got our one. We got our one. So well, and also you 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 kind of hinted and this, this is how I look at my career. I never want to be. And when I say this, there's no disrespect for being called the gay actor mm-hmm. it but you just want to be known as milan, milan christopher, christopher the performer mm-hmm. and he happens to be gay he is gay he's not denying it i don't mind even being i don't mind even being the gay anything well um, right but you know what i mean but my issue is is that it's it's okay because yeah. it's so many people that you don't even for instance and this i can talk about this because this is one of my favorite icons prince yeah um it's Prince is a man right. who was c- clearly a drag. Mm-hmm. Drags, oh, woman, women's Richard-ish hair, from... women's hair, even worse. I mean, even more, more but, over than yeah, Little Richard. Yeah. The hair, the makeup, the nails, the feminization, the clothing, the shoes, everything, the ass out. And he was able to have men and women mm-hmm. love him, mm-hmm. regardless if he was a complete. Ladybug, right, like yeah. I mean, in interviews, if you see his interviews, they are the cattiest, I know, cuttiest, shadiest, just, just shade everything, just one hundred percent, and he was still loved, right. and that's for me. If there was a person who I wanted to replicate mm-hmm. in a sense, as far as like being accepted, it would be Prince because he was sexy, right, and he was still who he was, right. and it was accepted by all, and that's what I want. Yeah, like, you know what I mean, right. I, I, I heard you say one time in a recent interview about we talked about the, the masculine masculinity within the gay community, the femininity. Mm-hmm. You, you t- there was an interview I listened to and you, you had a great way of talking about how, you know, I always feel like there's there's room for all of us in the gay community. Right. You know, every single t- type should be represented. You know, I'm kind of scared to talk about it because I, I remember talking about it on I think it was on a, tel- a, a show uh, on another YouTube or podcast show for produced by World of Wonder. Um, and I was reading the comments and the the the, the more effeminate guys or trans they, they, sexuals, 
they thought that I was See, saying. that's what I mean. And I was like, that's not what I was but saying. But they, act, to me, they're actually doing the same thing. They're, they're actually doing the same thing to more masculine guys. By, yeah, but by, I'm not even saying that I'm like the most macho masculine guys. I'm just a normal guy. Yeah, well, that's what we're trying you know to what say. I mean? there's, there's room for everybody. And they're think, normal, too. I just, oh, yeah, no, I, I, totally. I, I just feel like when it comes to television, a lot of times, instead of, I think majority of gay people that I know and that are that are in the world are not as effeminate as the people that they like to put those, on television because those are display. always the stereotypes and those and to me that's because it's a stereotypical concept that heterosexual are people comfortable have, with are comfortable with they're accepting yes. to a person who is openly gay mm -hmm. and I mean not openly gay but uh you know more effeminate flamboyant. and flamboyant and when it comes to a person like me who is not as flamboyant, it's a it push, issue. It, it makes them it makes uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah. And so that's all I was saying, and that's all but I But I thought you said it really well. Yeah. I, I picked up on that. And I thought, a lot of people did, but a lot of people Because that's did. how I feel. And yeah. I thought, finally, someone saying it, articulate, articulating it mm -hmm. in the right way. But that's the thing. You're never going to please everyone. everyone. And, and a lot of times you hear this within, well, you sort of, you sort of have a double... Minority, you've got the African American I'm, and the and gay. I'm gay. Yeah. And if you were, you know, a, a lesbian, you just get the triple handicap parking and everything. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, it's interesting because you, uh, back to the whole uh, cultural thing. There's something with I find it in the Hispanic community. I think in African American community with not being uh, as wanting to come out. I think a lot right. of it may be religion. Yeah. You know, uh, especially with Catholics and Hispanics. And I'm from the South. I'm and from the Bible Belt. Baptists. Um, well, I think with I, I can't really speak for the Hispanic culture because I'm right. not really familiar. I think with the African-American culture. I'll speak for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think with African-American culture, um, it's more so that we're raised as men mm -hmm. for a long time that we have to be this macho, strong, uh, tough, especially being as seen as though how our uh, our ancestry and mm -hmm. our culture has been, you know, whatever has right. happened in the past. Um, and so being a strong, healthy black man, you have to be a viable one to right. the population. And, you know, being gay is almost like disrespectful to right. how far we've come. Um, and it's like, I don't think so. You right. know what I mean? Totally. So, um, but I, it's people like you that are changing and helping do you know, change that perception. Yeah. And I just want to make sure that like with that, I'm able to do podcasts and I'm able to make sure that I'm visual, vis visible and, um, you know, my voice is being heard because there's so many people who live afraid, afraid. I, they, I think so. They're like, I can't I'm gay, but I can't do it because no one has been successful. There is no reason why in 2017 there has not been one successful, openly gay African-American singer or rapper. No, ever. No, ever. So even the ones that are clearly gay, you know, I've even messed around with some of these people before. Oh, we'll talk after. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's well, they to our talk now. They've they've came success. They're they're they in their career right now. They could literally come out and it would not hurt. Right. A, it, it would change the game. Right. But they would never never do it. No. I think Ricky Martin, for instance, who finally came finally out. came out and i've it didn't to, hurt him it didn't hurt him at all and no. i've seen him but he's also latino in the latin america not in america but in latin america being gay is not as bad, bad as it as is in this, in in this country yeah that's a great point and he has that community no matter what it's, right. he's he's almost like 
the prince to Latin America. That's like J Lo is the Beyonce to Latin America. Right. So even if nobody in America, they could still he's still going on tour. He's still making millions of right, dollars. Right, right. Um, but but as, remember how afraid he was, and he yeah. even did that Barbara Walters interview where he kind of denied it. And, yeah, yeah. Because I just have this theory, you know, for those big actors, we we know who they all are rumored to mm-hmm. be. You know, the Tom Cruise and John Travolta's or whatever. I always had the theory that they they feel like if they were, and I'm not saying I've not slept with either one of them. <laughs> I'm not a Scientologist, right. but um, <laughs> I I they think they have this feeling that because they've perpetrated for so long mm-hmm. that if they suddenly change, then they're going to be, be turned on. And you but know. think about it, people are uncomfortable. I mean, they're they're scared of change yeah. because they have became gargantuanly successful. And so that formula of them being hidden has worked for them. Yeah. So it is a place where it's like, okay, this might not work. I might come out and my whole career might go down. So I don't blame those people. The fear. The fear. I don't blame, you know, Frank Ocean waiting Mm -hmm. until he was established to to be successful. But I'm here and you're here being yourself in the door. Right. I just feel like it should not, we should not be stopped. Uh, for being fearless and just being ourselves exactly. where, you know, I, I, and that's the part that's scary that there is no one who, especially in the black community, I think I can only give Jesse. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like I said, I'm so glad you brought him up because yeah. I literally was searching and Googling today. Right. Like trying to, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I was talking to a friend of mine, there's, you know, there's uh, Zachary Quinto and Matt Bomer and Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, and we so can, many. You know, we Caucasian can go down the list of people that it hasn't absolutely. hurt their career. And they, even in journalism, you have Don Lemon and and, and um, Anderson Cooper Anderson, and Thomas. Yeah, you know, there's people. there's a Andy lot more. Yeah. Cohen and so on. And exactly. So forth. Oh, is he gay? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> he invented it. But. Um, but you're right. There hasn't been that that person. So so on that note, I wanted to kind of segue around to, to talking about when because there's all this stuff about reality TV and right. I am a reality junkie. That's one of the things people find funny about myself that I I, I always say because I don't do because I do scripted and I don't mm-hmm. do reality. It's like the one area of this fucking business that I can actually watch. And even though I know it's not real, mm-hmm. I don't do it, right. so I can take myself out of the. I can watch out it. of the loop and watch. Yeah, it, and yeah. I like Ratchet and every, right. I'm a housewives person or whatever. But you know, there's this whole thing now about the the thing of do you want to go? Does reality TV help a performer become more successful? And then there's theory of, or is there a backlash from it? Now, as someone who was already a singer and a, an established artist, when you did go on to Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, Look now that you're out of it and on this other side of it, mm-hmm. what are the what were the pros and cons of so, that? So you know, before I was on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, I was making music. Right. Um, I had a single called uh, uh, "Burning Up," that a um, single and music video, and I also had another single called "Is You Mad or Nah" with Lola Monroe. Um, and because of that single, um, word got around that I might be gay. Uh-huh. Um, and but it was a very popular single in the black community because okay. people started like saying it like it was almost and they didn't even know where it came from. Right. And people would be like, is you mad or no? They got the they use that. Phrase, they use that phrase, which was and, great. For right. You. For me. Um, and so, you know, going on Love and Hip Hop and being open about who I was um, was great in the sense of. 
it was it's so many people that needed to see mm -hmm. viable artists that were openly who they yeah. were and were able to even get to that platform. That was the first. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Um the, so that was very good for me as and for the community and right. the community needs to see it. Yeah. Needed to see it. Absolutely. Um I think And and let me say they need to see it someone who's making that choice to do it not being dr drug out of the closet. Right. Like I'm being a scandal like, or something. Yeah. Um and so I think also with that show um and I really I loved my job. I think there was a lot of scandalous things that were happening that you know um that could <laughs> <laughs> that you know I I think a lot of scandalous things happen in the process of being on the show. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, um, and I wish if things could have been a little bit different, I definitely would have loved to be to, still to a part on. of it. Right. Um, so for you, it was a good experience. It was in overall. Well, I mean, minus. It was a good experience. So your question initially was, you know, what are the pros, pros and cons? And cons. Um, it was a good experience because now I am relevant. Right. You know, it mm -hmm. gave me a lot of relevancy. Wendy Williams, the cover of New York Times right. and every major whatever was right, talking about right. this storyline and my name was able to get out there and so i got a lot right. of recognition good um, press good and then it was a bad experience for me the 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 cons were personally it did something to mm -hmm. me it affected me in a way where um i was depressed mm -hmm. um i didn't understand a lot because again i didn't have a group of people who knew how to deal with a gay relationship right. or deal with gay guys or deal with this storyline mm -hmm. and deal with uh, frustration. Um, they kind of just dealt with me in a sense like I was a, just a regular random dude. Right. Um, or how they might treat the other guys on there and not how they, it, it wasn't, it was very, I had a lot of insensitive moments. Okay. Um, but it also taught me how to be non-personal when it comes to business that's a great lesson and so that was had a, to learn that one that was a life learned lesson that from this point on as long as i business am in entertainment and personal and, and and but because it was a reality tv show my life yeah which is personal is now became a business right. for someone else right and so it's a very and it was out of your control and it's out of my control yeah. so it's a very it's one of those complex situations especially when you're this is your first time being on television reality tv um you don't get that no. because this is yeah it's it's your it's a tv show for you but this is really what the hell is right. going on with right. me in my real life right. so it's very personal right um and but again having to go through that has taught me so much that i will never ever mix the two together gotcha you know what i mean so i lesson. needed that and speaking of wendy williams you know because i watch her too she's she's a big one that's always she's always talking through the tv telling couples don't go on reality tv right you know that's her big thing about and and that's not true not all the couples have broken up well, on, but I you're understand. doing an amen to the to that absolutely right? i think you know um be prior to i had a very great relationship mm -hmm. with um that person my ex um, and, you know, as soon as the camera started rolling and as soon as he was able to get any type of recognition, thirsty. it became a thirst. It became a competition. Um, and, you know, for me, it's it, it was never a competition. I, I don't I, I I felt like, you know, we're doing I I felt like we were you doing were, something so great like a team together as a team. Yeah. That, you know, we were changing. I My aspiration was for us to get married and not only be the first openly gay rappers on mm -hmm. television, but the first openly gay married couple on television. On television. And it would have been great for 
the community and everybody. It would have been amazing. But when it comes to a person thinking that everything revolves around them, mm-hmm. that we are in some weird competition, this 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 a little is, bit of fame. This is better than this, and it wasn't money because he no we, no they it's didn't the pay fame, us anything. It's the recognition. Yeah, yeah. Um. It it was. It was very sad and it was very heartbreaking. Yeah. And I think, again, like I said, those were very valuable lessons that I would I probably wouldn't have never been able to learn anywhere else outside of that that particular show. And so the universe and God put me put there because there, no, there are no had, accidents. I had exactly. So I well, had to if you just we listen, we could talk forever, but I forgot to even say, tell everyone first of all where they can follow you on social media because you have like so many millions, <laughs> five hundred thousand followers. So. so you can follow me on Twitter. Um, it's my my Twitter and my Instagram are two different are different. So on Twitter, it's at Milan Chris Gordy. So that's at the at sign M I L A N C H R I S G O. And we have it on the screen also. R D Y. And you can follow me on Instagram, and that's at Milan Christopher. So that's at Milan M I L A N C H R I S T O P H E R. Wow. Um. And speaking of which, you know, I have like one point three million followers on Twitter, five hundred thousand on Instagram, and that just goes to show you that even with how production and mm-hmm. things may have did with our storyline, right. the person who is really the most valuable and viable, um clearly is the one that's mostly followed right um and i think that says a lot when there has been people that's on all of these different shows um, uh housewives and oh it's hip-hop. To- i mean casting now is all about i've gone on auditions where they've asked my manager what's his social media following right and i'm like 53 and old but you right. know so so i want to i want you to tell everyone what's happening with you now in terms of What's coming up next? Where people can so right find now you? there is a non scripted uh, show that's being worked on right now in the works. Okay, um, and I'm really excited about that because I am an executive producer Good. on it. Good, um, you so can control it. I can control the content and exactly what you know I think is important mm-hmm. to my community sure. um, and that they need to see. Um, also, I'm releasing an album called Culture Vultures. Um, a lot of the music from Culture Vultures will be on the reality TV oh, cool. show, okay. so that way I can have it immediately cleared. Yeah. Um, but I released a single called Revenge, which is the single off of the album. Okay. Um, but I know, uh, you know, the most top trending topic, and I know a lot of your viewers and listeners have seen this, and probably that's where they're going to recognize me for if they don't watch reality TV, being on the cover of uh, Paper Magazine. Uh-huh. And it's a great, great article. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the photos. So that was really great, big for me. You know, great exposure. Great exposure in a lot of different ways. Well, I have to tell you, I have a, I have a girlfriend who, when she found out you were coming on the show, she said, um, I know he's not on my team, but I have to please tell me he has the prettiest penis I've ever seen. <laughs> I said, well, I'll be happy to pass that along. Thank to- you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, following like Kim Kardashian's and Rihanna's and Miley Cyrus's and um, different people that have used, utilized this exact same platform. Right. Um, but let me say, I thought something that you didn't, maybe I didn't feel you had enough credit for in listening to some of your interviews is I love the point, what you were trying to say about why is it that in film and TV we always see gratu- gratuitous with women, right? vaginas, the full thing, and, and you don't see that with men. And I think... I think that that's what I was saying. I was I was trying to... It's That, that was a question in the back of my head. But also... Um, I, in the same token, 
what I was trying to point out is that um, even when we do see that, mm -hmm. it's considered artistic. Right. Um, you know, even like, for instance, when Holly Berry was uh, in, um, in, in Monsters Ball, Ball or in just different places where you do see that it's still almost kind of like a sensual beauty thing right. with a woman. Right. And when you and it when it if you see a man, it's porn or something. Right. And it's right. like that's, that's not true. Point. That's a good point. It's not true. I mean, even ancient Greek, when you saw the statues of any great man that was painted, they all always showed their penis. Right. You know, I don't know when in our community and our our culture that the man's penis has became non-artistic and, and mm -hmm. gross or right. you know and it's not and I've, I've never done porn i've i mean unless they send well, me a, a zillion dollars to do it <laughs> um you know I so mean, we do have aspirations yeah <laughs> and, you know like and even when kim kardashian did hers it was like oh that's artistic it's beautiful it's, yeah. and so now when i did mine it's like okay i want you guys to feel the exact same way about mine which mine were not even now let me ask you do you feel like you got a better it was better received from the gay community or from the straight community or was there a difference? To be honest, um, I couldn't really tell. I got so much um, just people talking great stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I did get a couple, but it was so minute. The over it was overshadowed by you know every day being on TMZ for like five days straight, right. E News, and uh, just and talking about how big the big, black box. Yeah, was. and like London News and Gay Gay Times and out and just every mainstream publication now are you getting the hating from the small penis guys because <laughs> you know there's always gonna a be group a group, group but even being like damn it can dude. be guys with big penises you're gonna I, I think anybody's i think any person that does something that is out of the norm yeah is going to get some type of hate and because even when i came when even with being on love and hip-hop um, we had we had a lot of hate too. We had but we had a lot more positive response and people who were receptive to it and wanting it to work. Um, but we also got a lot of people that were like, "Wow, this is too much." Right. Even because we kissed or something, and it was oh like, "Oh my god, oh, it was crazy." Um, and it's like, dude, it's co it's cops out here killing kids in the middle of the street. Like you have so much stuff that you should be concerned with, other than who I love. And also the nudity thing. I don't. This country, we're still so hung up on, on, on nudes. the fact that that. I'm, I mean, I'm glad it. No, I'm glad you got. No, all I the know press. where you're going with but that. Thinking, it's like, what is why the is big it so deal? Big, why is it such a big deal? Because I show my dick. Like yeah. that's like. It was like what? He loving hip hop star shows his dick. He's so brave. He's so yeah. And yeah. It's like I mean, it's. I, it's I'm a, naked all the time. Like, I'm at home. I'm naked all the time. We I tried have, to get him to be naked here. Yeah, but. but. <laughs> maybe later. <laughs> but are we, let's see, how are we? Are we, oh, my God, we're getting. How much? 38 minutes. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought, okay, good. I thought I got a cue earlier that yeah. it was uh, too much. But, um, so, yeah, so so clearly that in terms of, I don't want to use the word exposure, but the pictures, mm -hmm. um do you feel that is that helping in terms of your acting career now in terms um, of getting more acting i'm not going to say acting but what i'm because i haven't i haven't really did it, it's only been two weeks okay since the pictures I came know, out that's right it was <laughs> just june what 23rd 23rd so it hasn't been that long away wow. a long, long time ago so um and i haven't did any auditions since and then we're kind of this everything's just starting back yeah on tv and everything was shut down right. um um but what i will say is that because of those photos um i was able to make mention of doing my own television show and, and to a producer and they were right on it you know what i mean so um and also my following had went up a, 
oh. almost a hundred thousand on I'm Twitter, sure. and then on my Instagram, maybe like forty thousand new right. new followers. So, um, I see, and it and this is a daily progression. Um, so it has helped social media wise, relevancy wise. I think a lot more people who didn't even know who I was because mm-hmm. I haven't been on Love and Hip Hop in two seasons. Oh wow, it's really? been two seasons since two thousand and fifteen. Wow. Um, and so that was almost like a re re reintroduction rejuvenation. So now instead of even though they have been when they entered when they were talking about the photos like Milan Christopher from Love and Hip Hop star does yeah, nude, well, you know. But now from now on, I I was just on the red carpet and they were like Milan Christopher from the paper magazine. I <laughs> and, you yeah, know that's kind of trumped. No, yeah. oh, no, no, we won't use that word. That's yet. kind of taken over <laughs> Love and Hip Hop, right? Which so, is good. Which is good. And it's and, turn that page. Yeah. And so and now when my new show comes out, mm-hmm. now and then I can be now introduced as Milan Christopher from, from the name of my show right um and i just again as an actor as an artist as a person and this is outside of being gay and being black i just want to work right you know what i mean i don't feel if i am attractive enough if i'm smart enough and if i'm talented enough to play a part i don't want a door to be closed because oh he's gay you know i want to continue to work in entertainment i want to continue to you know, be a positive role model yeah. for people. See, I see you playing all kinds of character roles yeah. as an actor. Absolutely. Totally. And so, you know. That's my, you know, vice. I would say go after the, um, in the acting field, pursue those tough character roles. Right. Like, I see myself you, being on power. Because that's what you bring into the room. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, and that's and that's what I want. I just, I, I, I want to come on this show and just tell people, you know, it's okay. It's yeah. not a big deal. You know, you know, being gay is so taboo and it's so played out it's 2017 we have to let that enough already enough with it yeah and that's why even back to this whole administration you know with the trump administration i there there were a lot of there are a lot of members of our community who feel really scared about what they may or may not do with the lgbtq rights or whatever so gay marriages yeah who knows i mean apparently gay marriage is kind of it would take it would take uh changing the constitution now to change it but oh, okay. I, I you know with this anything guy, with this guy anything happens anything's possible <laughs> you know especially with the uh supreme court now that that's kind of going to be not so much in the favor of the democrats so right but I, my whole thing is about going forward too i don't want people to live in fear mm-hmm. and i think that's what you're talking about with young gay, young gay people out there listening watching us now i want to be an example too of like live your life you know don't be afraid anymore. Come out to your family when you're ready to come out. Right. Absolutely. I don't. I'm not one of the gay people that think everyone should be outed. And not only that, it's not as easy. No. Okay. I know you might go on my Instagram, and I I'm only going to post the best photos, and I'm and I'm going to always look happy. But it's not easy. So if you are going to make the decision to come out to your family, make sure that you are established mm-hmm. enough that if they decide get the fuck out, right, that you. Have somewhere, you have go. somewhere to go and a be- support system because those things can happen right you know i don't want you to come out and think it's going to be peaches and ice cream no, down the road no. it's it can be very hard because right. our community is still not accepted it's better it's better but it's not baby there yet. steps yeah. yeah so be very careful be very message. cognizant of just be aware of what you're doing and everyone's got to kind of pave their own path and just know if you're not out, it's going to be okay. Yeah, that's, you know what I mean. That's the message. Like, so stay. If you need to stay in the closet, stay in the closet. Right. You don't don't rush yourself out. But if you do stay, just it's going to be okay. It's that's all a right. Great message. You're gonna. You don't need to. You're not depressed. You're not alone. It's millions of us that are like you. Right. You know, just find you a niche. 
work that way, work that niche, and come back Find home your lane. And do be that. Be who you are. Yeah. And we can do whatever in this. this thing. Well, listen, it's so great to, so great to, to meet, meet you. you. I really could talk to you for like three hours. Cool. So that's really <laughs> a great way to kick off our second season. Absolutely. Everyone's Milan Christopher. We've uh, put up already where to follow him, how to uh, stay in touch with him. Thank you so much. Uh, the show will be archived on iTunes and other places, right, guys? Yes. Later. And uh, Dominic, Chuck, JW, thank you guys so much for our first show of the season. Thank you. And uh, we will be back on the 25th of uh, July. So you've been watching and listening to One on One with Jasper Cole. Peace out, everyone. Take care. Thanks for checking out One-on-One -on -one with Jasper Cole. Check out past episodes and get the latest as they're released. Subscribe today on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube.